Hello and welcome to Why Is Mr. Feeney a Car? This millennial's TV-guided tour through the action TV of yesteryear. Today we return to the Jeep flippin', landmine trippin', milk poisonin' <laughs> land of the A-Team. With me as always is my brother from another mother, Aaron Hubbard. How are you, Aaron? Hey everybody, I'm doing great. What a great intro, too. <laughs> Thank you, it's always better it. when I put... At least a tiny bit of effort into it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the the milk poisoning. <laughs> this, really, was a, this was really a bizarre fun. one, and I gotta I gotta say, I don't think I like the A team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this, I can see why this is the most popular episode of the A team because one of the themes in the '80s is like whenever the writers want to juice the show. They just come up with an arch villain. Right. And like you can clearly see them like, what if we have a B team? You know? But the thing (laughs) is, it's like this on B. Right. They 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 played them for jokes. Like these these should have been something to really test the A team, and instead it's like they kind of got lucky to even do as well as they did. And by the end of the episode, they, 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 they project these people as like these soldiers of fortune magazine losers, which I'm well familiar with in the mid eighties. Like, Uh, did you know about this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Like um, recruiting guys to Rhodesia. Yeah. yeah, Well, I mean, I thought, I thought most of it was just bullshit, but like, I mean, maybe there was like, I mean, there's no way private mercenaries were actually reading soldier of fortune magazine there's no fucking way there's no way they were selling ninja stars and stuff in the back of that thing there's no way that's like Uh, we're frank well see because my my enduring memory of these soldier of fortune types was like frank dukes from Bloodsport. like they're just they're just fabulous they just there was no way to look up military records or mma records or your illegal (laughs) super illegal singapore kickboxing to the death league and people just made shit up shamelessly. And I felt like this episode is a commentary on there, but it weakened it because it wasn't actually a super team. It wasn't a, it was a B team as an F team. Is Are you implying that the moral of this episode is that like soldier of fortune magazine is fake and they're all a bunch of losers and don't believe it. That's was, part was, of the lesson. Yeah. And you get what you pay for. You pay $4 million he, to a bunch of fuck boys. Well, they did. They didn't get what they paid for. <laughs> that's true. They severely overpaid. <laughs> I guess that's true. That is very much true. $4 million. That's a, that's a huge outlay of cash for not much in the way return. Exactly. But, uh, I will say this. I think I, I like this episode a lot and the upgrade from the pilot version of face to the I actual series regular a... face was amazing. <sighs> immense. Huge I upgrade. Th- I say side grade at best. Really? I, don't know. I didn't what? think he was a, per- a particularly attractive guy. I thought the the pilot guy was more attractive okay yeah 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 so but i think he works best when he's not really a pretty boy he's definitely cute and you can see that women would like but he can play he can play kind of like uh put upon and out of his league he can do a lot more conning than just the extreme young pretty boy okay yeah that's uh, fair enough Fair I feel enough. like he's a better like con man, like like slick talker. He's got like yeah. experience. He's been around the block a few times. I guess and I just guy... I would maybe need to watch more episodes to see where face really fits in because it seems like any sort of when I think face, I think of like the group leader, but the 
like the leader is uh, the old guy. Is that Hannibal, Murdoch? Yeah, Hannibal. <laughs> Why? This is a Mr. Feeny uh, theme. Is I keep wanting to call people Murdoch for some reason. <laughs> Uh, not Hannibal, like the the famous uh, Hannibal. Uh, yeah, Carp. Ah, fuck, Carthaginian Carthag- general. I was trying to think of what the plural Carthaginian general. Yeah. Uh, almost said Roman, and it would just scandalized everyone. Oh my god, what a faux pas! <laughs> you idiot. So many emails at feenyapaulmove dot com. Uh, I, well, well, at least something would drown out the Gleek chatter. <laughs> we do have some Gleek talk at the end. <laughs> Uh, do we have any other general impressions of the episode? I, I guess just, the other thing is I was, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I do this thing where I ask people questions and then if they take a microsecond to respond, I jump in there. So yeah. Any other general too. impressions? Um, what I, what I think I don't like about a team is just how like PG it is like, and, and you mentioned that it was kind of like a running joke that the, there would be these situations where there'd be explosions and stuff, and then, like, the bad guys would, like, climb out of the rubble and dust themselves off. And um, that was very apparent in this one, to the point where, like, I'm pretty sure if, like, 9-11 happened in the A-Team universe, you would see the hijackers come out of the rubble and dust themselves off. Yeah, they would have sailed out with the parachutes, and everyone jumping (laughs) would have, like, they'd have landed on mattresses. Yeah. It's, um... Murdoch is just a stereotypical lady's name. Yeah, I mean they they um, they heard they heard human beings with grenades and machine gun fire. It's like hurting is exactly the that's exactly what they do. They're uh-huh. it's, it's all suppressive fire, and then yeah. like their their move is they shoot out the tires and then they shoot near your feet so you run away and then they mm-hmm. throw like there was a lot of smoke grenade action in this one True. and then they engage Smoking with just. Out. John Wayne style haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yep. like, all right, we knocked this guy out. So that's the A team. Plot, uh, plot resolved. The thing that disappointed me for like the ultimate, because I, I think there's a bit of MacGyver in A team, and that part of the pleasure was seeing Mr. T welding some monstrosity together and Hannibal using mm. some kind of 50 gallon drum and gasoline. Uh, pump-based flamethrower contraption. Uh, I, I miss that. There wasn't any of that juice to be squeezed in this episode. Um, it feels like they there, also... Re- there's a whole bunch of like repeating characters. This felt like a big episode and that clearly there has been multiple run-ins with this attractive older doctor that has the hots for Hannibal and they've replaced the right, plucky yeah. investigative journalist for an equally plucky investigative journalist at some point. That's right. Um, yeah. And I felt like that maybe they were doing taking a stab at coming up with a real big bad other than the general that was continually hunting them. They're like... There's like the specter type organization of all the butthurt industrial mogulists and petty real right. estate schemes that they've they've stopped. They banded together like, you know, the gangsters like, of Gotham against Batman. At one point, uh, at one point, they're like, it's a it's a syndicate of international tycoons. And it's like they've hired a a a. a Dutch missionary turned guerrilla warrior and an IRA guy and and someone Dude. else. It's like there's not a not everyone is American. There's literally not a foreign person in this episode. Right. Yeah. There's not an accent to be had. 
I know. They had this guy whose name is like Irish McCarbomb or something, and he's an IRA <laughs> explosive agent. And yeah, he just he's he like just howdy speaks. partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just speaks like he's out of uh fucking Illinois. Central uh, they Illinois. Were, they just weren't trying. They weren't even trying. <laughs> Uh, should we get to the synopsis? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk some details about this here episode. Uh, would you like me to take it or? Yeah, all <laughs> Thank right, let's you. do it. You're the pro. <laughs> uh, You're the Irish McCarpom of, <laughs> of plot <laughs> we, synopsis. We, uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad I got an Irishman here that can give me the the, the McCarpom card. Uh, Fast, yeah. that's, you know, it's an, it's a could be a sensitive subject. Um, a team are about to become victims of their own success because a Legion of Doom style uh, consortium of dudes wearing badly fitting JC Penny suits have banded together to hire a B team, an elite force picked out of the the back pages of Soldier for uh, for Fort, uh, Fortune magazine. Uh, B stands for the best, of course, of the course, because they're only recruiting the best. They got John Sharphook. That's his literal name. I'm not even making that up. That's just I transcribed John Sharphook. He doesn't understand fear. The aforementioned IRA explosive agent and Jackie Hoffer. What's so funny is like two of these guys got this extensive backstory. It's like you got Grizzly Adams and he's in a mountain and he's got this spear looking mm-hmm. thing. And then the guy's building explosives. He's a IRA explosive expert. And then Jackie Hoffer. I, he worked extensive with me in South America. Right. Yeah. Doing what? Like door to door Bible sales. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so they, either, they, they, that, that record's either bullshit or unspeakable horror. There's nothing in between. There's no I do, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like that they make it an even like four on four. Um, I maybe I would have hired like fifty guys, right? Or hundred yeah. guys. Yeah, and maybe go first... fifty at ten thousand a piece, and they're not all to get to be like. But what the hell is the A team going to do against fifty guys? Right. Yeah. Well, probably wasn't, win. Wasn't Napoleon <laughs> said that uh, quantity has a quality all of its own? You know, sounds. Sounds like a Napoleon quote. I do like the first guy they introduced. They're like, he did this to a Cambodian village, all with conventional weapons. It's like, okay, massacring a Cambodian village is not super impressive to me. And then he's like, also, he's from Alaska. I'm like, okay, he really is a psychopath. (laughs) It's like that, that makes it in the resume right after the slaughtering a Cambodian village. He changed his name to Sharphook and fled to Alaska to avoid the <laughs> war criminal trials, yeah. the Winter Soldier trials. He just wasn't any part of. When he made it to Alaska, they said, "Your last name is way too normal, Mister Sharphook." <laughs> it's suspicious. <laughs> so this guy who's putting the gate, who is the head uh, mercenary, is Douglas Kyle who gets a 15-yard yeah. penalty for having two first la- names mm. in all of his name slots. It's not good. It's confusing. Kyle Dougie, uh, or Dougie Kyle. We'll talk about that uh, here in a bit. Uh, we go over to the A-team. Oh, also $1 million per man is what the <clears throat> Legion of Goons yeah. are going to be paying for Huge this. overpay. Huge overpay. That, also, they're that's spending spicy money. in 1984, by the way. Yeah. That's a right. million bucks. Like, yeah, what the fuck's a <laughs> yeah. million dollars? You can barely buy a family home in Seattle for that. That was a lot of money back then. 
Yeah, you couldn't even buy a family home in Seattle for that. Uh, yeah, that and they they made a uh, Austin Powers joke about that, right? One yes, million dollars. Um, yeah, I think they're spending money the wrong way. They have the money, and they're like, uh, we have a $4 million budget, so we'll spend it all on dudes. And I think that comes back to bite them in the rear later on. Um the I, real, I will, I will the real shame is they could have spent an extra mil and got the five the or like extra two got the six million dollar man get Steve Austin. Oh shit, that would have been. No, I I don't know what the eighteen does against a guy who runs in slow motion. Wait, going, his name was his name was Steve Austin. No, there's no fucking way. Was it? I don't know. No, it's not Stone Cold. Six million dollars. It is. It's Steve Austin. Whoops. He's the original Stone Cold. I accidentally turned the volume on. Um, apparently. Wow, wow, wow. Do you think okay. that? So Steve Austin, the wrestler, his name probably isn't Steve Austin. Like his real name. Oh, maybe his dad is a big Lee Majors fan. <laughs> we really should revisit because you could do a series almost on just Lee Majors, man. Uh, he has so many and, and uh, we'll, we'll get to some of that in the feedback. Um Rolling on with this episode, we see Hannibal doing some live fire exercises with his team. Right. So he's just firing a gun. Yeah, it's very, it's it's very, it's very Starship Troopers. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, but knowing and, knowing Hannibal though, it's possible those are blanks, and he set up squibs ahead of time. You know. Yeah, because he loves these guys. You want, but he also knows that they're tough and they can handle it. Uh, Hannibal really getting shot. Like, <laughs> What I really like is watching the real life Mr. T, who I I guess is a phenomenal athlete, just crushing these guys. Anytime there's a wide <laughs> angle of them just running through the thing, he's always like seven links ahead of everybody. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's pretty funny. Like he's starting from behind. Boom, he's going to overtake him. That's true. Like he's huh? just going to take off. Yeah, take off. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Monkey monkey on the on the parallel bar, whatever you call that shit. I don't monkey know. Bars. I don't want to get in trouble here. Oh, oh uh, Jesus. See? <laughs> okay, well. You gotta keep your head on a swivel with these 80 shows, man. That's true. We get a lot of shots of man ass <laughs> immediately. Just, just asses splayed across the screen. They're experimenting with catering to underserved demographics here. Oh, fair enough, um, fair enough. Face is lagging. And uh, Hannibal explains that the last two jobs are getting sloppy. I don't know if that refers to the last two episodes. That'd be kind of cool if it did. Um and uh, Murdoch gets them all to do extra laps or something. I don't know. Um, face. I thought this was Face pulling up an ice cream truck. I thought the joke was that he had <laughs> stole commandeered an ice cream truck to get out of half of his extra physical therapy or physical training. But it's a new con man, part of the B right. team. Yeah, and he's delivering what I guess is the weekly milk order. For B.A. Baracus here? Yes. Yeah, I was wondering if this was an established thing or not that uh, Mr. Mr. T drinks a ton of milk. And I remember he he was like, drinking milk is cool. It's good for strong bones. Well, he was big on that Got Milk campaign. I know that there was definitely, uh, I believe, I I know I saw a poster with Mr. T with a milk mustache. Probably Mm -hmm. talking about, it's good for you. Healthy bones, sucker. I pity the uh, fool who has weak bones. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Osteoporosis is the leading cause of something amongst people. Yeah, but, the um, uh, Steve osteoporosis was not 
That's good of a six million dollar. He's a six buck man. <laughs> um, anyway, apologies if you have osteoporosis. You're, you're worth six million dollars in my eyes. Um, yeah, there you go. So it's one of the B team who passes the actual face trying to hitchhike. Mm-hmm. And an attractive woman in a Ferrari stops and seduces him into a hotel room right. where he promptly gets judo chopped and waylaid. So, yeah, so he's, like, trying to hitchhike because he doesn't want to do the run, right? And and the right. guy gets on the radio and he's like, hey, we got faces out right now. We can, we can get him. So they immediately just, they had this attractive gal, I guess, on retainer. Just in waiting in the wings, man. Um, but yeah, so she drives up in a Ferrari is like, hop on in, cowboy. And, yeah. uh, of course he does. And none of this is suspicious to him at all. He's just right. like, this is my, this is my normal day. I'm going to, I'm going to get one over on Hannibal. I guess uh, they probably spent some money on that Ferrari too. Yeah. Because true. that wouldn't have been her Ferrari. Uh, <laughs> or did they, maybe she's did they start really spending successful? their million bucks. It's got, it's got the coochie license plate. You think that's a rental? I'm not even making this up. Where it's going to later be revealed that this Ferrari's license plate is coochie. I think it's hers. I think this is a business expense, Jesse. Imagine you go to the car rental place. They're like, we got one. We got one left. Right. You want you want to get to Vegas? This it's is convertible. This is all. It's got a lot of desirable features, but it does. The license plate does say coochie. Right, that is that is an ask, but you know it's it's a genuine Ferrari. Otherwise, it just has coochie on it. Um, so Hannibal's worried about Face being over thirty minutes late because they have a strict radio check in. Right. Uh, apparently, Hannibal's very insecure, attachment style type of guy. Oh uh, yeah, Miss- he's gaslit this entire operation. Uh, this is not a healthy relationship at all. Uh, B.A. is on his, like, third gallon of milk, and he uh, starts and he's getting really chained up at this point, too. Oh, he is. He is. Like, it's, like, grown noticeably since chains. the first season. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, he blames it on the coldness of the milk. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I drank it too fast, and uh, I made that cold. That milk was colder than I thought. I'm like, does drinking cold milk grip you up like that? I mean, he's struggling. Have you, ever, you've had, have you ever had like some really cold, like ice cold water, and it like sinks your body oh, temperature? Gives you some cr- yeah, it gives you like, does it does it cramp you up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm reaching. Yeah. Um, Hannibal uh, goes into town. And talks up what I can only describe as human wreckage. This is like a ninety-year-old man who has it was probably like fifty-five too. Who who has picked half of a whole bad grail? I don't know. He's he's, he's really old. He's just it, the thing is is he's just somebody. To, I think he just he just like won a contest. He was he read yeah. he won a Reader's Digest contest. He's not an actor. Be a day team. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he kind of fanboys. Of yeah, he kind of fanboys on him, and I'm like, are, you guys are an elite secret team that's like you're hard to find, right? Mm. But these jokers, these soldier fortune jokers, find you anyway. Uh, he's all too willing to talk about face and the fancy Ferrari and the hot woman, and he they got all kinds of leads to run down. Um, Murdoch, meanwhile, is in a Corvette looking for face, and he sees a puppy. 
right. that is whining, apparently <laughs> so, hurt in the bushes by the side of the road. Of course, he, he gets out with his gun in hand too. <laughs> it's a, his guns. Oh my god. Um, he calls it a whimpering whippet. Um, but uh, this is a trap. This is another cunning trap. They knew the right bait for each one of these gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Gallons they did their of milk, research. Milk. A hot woman in a coochie Women car. Women and, and dogs. A wounded animal at the side of the road. Murdoch has to stop and help him out. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved the venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. But well, some people aren't a joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them, or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Uh, meanwhile, Hannibal and B.A., I don't know how, they managed to track down the Cucci Ferrari in the battle van. B.A.'s gut still bothering him, uh, but they bust into the hotel and they find the Cucci gal packing up her bag. She's got $8,000. $8,000 for an afternoon's worth of work, Jay. Not bad if you can find it. Yeah, not bad. They, they found her because the old guy saw um, her pick up 
he was uh he also drove by uh face earlier but he actually saw the it, hotel they went to apparently yeah well, I guess that it's tracks. a small it's a small town it's a small town um, yeah and you yeah, don't see many coochie fire red coochies driving through if the uh if the soldiers of fortune had just started shooting these guys <laughs> they would be halfway done by now but they had to get them all like was this Why? a request from the legion of goons it's Kill like i want you i want them all together uh, get out the vhs the tape i oh, want to see it yeah oh, like, i want to see oh. it I, I mean murdoch's gotta or hannibal's gotta go last macgyver's uh rival wants to take a picture of them all together <laughs> yes yeah exactly there's a real fetish for like recording your kills when you're a psychopathic fair. killer in the 80s apparently fair enough fair enough um she he he asks because uh hannibal knows his colonel decker after him a fellow colonel uh and this is you'll recall this is the military police colonel who's been follow, you know following them ever since they broke out of a maximum security military stockade right, uh, she right. Goes, that's why they can't go to the cops right and she goes i still they're the wanted land. men and she says i don't know what from colonel decker but these guys are real tough there are four they said they give they, they uh give me an hour to get out of here they kill me and he kind of like runs tough on her and threatens to hurt her but then she comes she, i don't know he's, he's, he believes her for whatever because she doesn't know anything i believe her <sighs> yeah and again money not well spent like the threatening like to get her to be I don't know. Just money not well spent. Could, could have hired so an actual like lady. Hannibal just looks villain. mad creepy with those black leather gloves. Yeah, like that's when he true. Fights, like it's like, are you going to choke this? This is very. Oh, I know it's not his fault that OJ Simpson later killed. No, it, it was two his people. fault. Weirdly, Hanna- <laughs> well, there's so many copycat Hannibals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're wearing black gloves, killing people, doing yellow mm-hmm. face. It's just really unfortunate. Yeah. Inve- constantly uh, invading Rome over the Alps with elephants. <laughs> the elephants hated it. It wasn't humane. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Those elephants were like, what? They had to have been like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> so out- outside of the hotel, outside the coochie room, uh, B.A. is worsening. He's can barely stand mm-hmm. upright. His guts are just churning, and Hannibal wonders that they shouldn't take him to a doctor. Uh, meanwhile, Murdoch is strictly told to keep his mouth shut, but he's not cowed. They tell him if you make a noise, we'll kill you. And he just has verbal diarrhea. I love Murdoch. Murdoch just doesn't give a fuck. He's crazy. I love him. Oh, yeah. Murdoch is my favorite character for sure. So this is happening at a little location. Uh, it's the dairy farm and they're going to be able to track it there because it's the same. It's the dairy farm that the milk came from, right? Again, the, money not well spent. Could have bought a different milk truck. That's not no, tied I'm just directly like, to your I, headquarters. I, wanna, I just, I just want to hear their planning session. It was like, okay, guys, okay, it all starts. And BA's the toughest <laughs> right. one, and we yeah. all know his weakness is milk. So uh-huh. what we're going to do? We're going to take over a whole yeah. fucking dairy farm. Dairy farm. Right? Yep. You read my we're mind. Commandeer a dairy farm. Oh my uh-huh. god! Is anyone writing this shit down? Okay. Should okay, we just now. buy it with our millions of dollars? No, 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 no. We're going to use leverage. We're going to get the old, we're going to get the we're going to get the Mr. Harper's family. We're going to keep him in a supply shed. He's not oh. going to know what the hell to happen. Commit um, a crime so that we can commit another crime. That never goes wrong. Great. Just to like you need to poison. Let's say you need to poison someone with milk, okay? Let's right. just grant that that is a good strategy. 
Yeah. You buy a fucking dairy farm to accomplish (laughs) that is step one. No, they don't even. That's the thing. They don't even buy it. They kidnap a dairy farmer's wife and daughter. (laughs) You can't just like steal a milk truck. Yeah. Seriously. You and honestly, you 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 need like a hand truck's worth of milk to to, 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 you know to make an impressive beer. I don't get it. It's it's wild. Their whole plan falls apart because they're able to get tracked via the, the milk truck. The logo! <laughs> and the, the, the logo on the side, they're like, ah, yeah. Then, and you know that uh, Hannibal's like, god damn, there's no way that this has any bearing on what's happening to us. But I might as well look, right? I might as well check out the dairy farm. And wouldn't you know, the f- <laughs> he, 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 he cut the case. Um, so the, da- the, dairy case farm, the dairy farm was called Harper's Dairy. Yes. Was, oh, is this a joke? Is this like a, a Harper's John Bra- fairy John there, Brown? There's a John Brown reference. joke in there for sure. For sure, has to be. This <laughs> is so weird. Harper's Dairy. It, it's the A team's raid on Harper's Dairy. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, to free a bunch of people in bondage. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, it tracks. <laughs> It tracks. One of them was black. Zip tied. Zip tied to a bed. So weird. Just what the hell is going on in these writers' rooms? I know cocaine. (laughs) True. Mountains of it. Uh, And they're obsessed with white substances. That's where that's where the milk comes in. My dad Uh, would. My dad said I would. Oh, right. Yeah. My dad says my I would never use my history degree. Well, jokes on him. It's Harper's Dairy. Oh, <laughs> in your face, Dad. Uh, so yeah, Dougie Kyle is menacing Mister Harper here, and uh, he's like, "You just and he's worried about his his family because his kid was coming." I don't know why they throw this detail in, like. Dude, a right. madman with gun so. has taken your family and put them in a supply shed. You don't need your kid to have sniffles to be worried about it. Like, that's just full stop. Bad, bad deal. Bad situation. Oh, well, is the no. kid sick, Mr. Too? Kyle, yeah, he's a, my kid was coming down with something. I'm just really worried. You got to let me talk to him. Oh, Shut I missed up. that. I missed just that do, part. Just do your job. It's cowpox. It's back. Well, I was wondering if the kid, like, drank the poison milk. Like, just how stupid they, you know. Yeah, I think I think the the kidnapped wife and child subplot got cut. Well, yeah, but the, the they don't even, they don't even cast it hilarious. Yeah, it all happens off, off screen. Uh, so Murdoch and Faith get reunited in one of the other equipment sheds. And uh, what's, I, what I love about Again. this scene. Again, I love about this masterminds. Scene. Yes. Let's put them all together. <laughs> so they can talk. And that's what, what I love. They, 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 they do this every couple episodes with Murdoch, where it's like Murdoch is the fool, right? He's he's crazy. He don't think so, right? But, like, they show that he's underneath, uh, that he's, like, super competent. You know, because, mm-hmm. like, Face asks him, did you, get a, did you get a chance to, like, glance uh, what type of place? And he, like, just gives this, like, yeah, detailed yeah. breakdown of who's doing what and how many mines and what and they're laid and all this other cra- crazy shit. Um... <laughs> And they all wonder, well, how are they going to get after B.A.? Because he's indestructible. Flash to Hannibal going to a small town doctor. And, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm reading my notes in real time, rediscovering this twist. Uh, <laughs> so their plan is to poison all the right. A-team. <laughs> yeah. And they knew there's only one doctor uh-huh. close to Harper's Dairy. 
<laughs> that could be reached. So they apparently take over this guy's whole office. Right. And have their their, their staff of this doctor shoved in a supply closet because the guy that comes out to start working on BA has the same flashy gold watch that I forgot yep. to tell you in the recap that yep. everyone noticed this uh, this this crazy milk delivery driver having in the opening scene. Right. Uh, a, a way too expensive watch for a, a milkman. So again, criminal masterminds. <laughs> he went to the he went through the trouble of wearing elaborate Mrs. Doubtfire style makeup to deliver right. the milk uh-huh. and he just shows up with his Irish McCarbon face <laughs> when he's meeting them in like an intimate I don't know these That's guys true. again yeah. criminal masterminds like you said uh, as milkmen are rich right they're like really rich oh my yeah, god yeah, I so think much. so um, so shootout they, happens the shoot, one of the yeah, better so, shootouts and I, this is okay this is okay for me because uh, Hannibal he's missing his shots because he's in agony Right. right, because that's so, the one of the funniest lines in the group when the when the guy said, uh, "You drank some of my milk. I can see it on you. <laughs> like, I can see the milk grips. I can see your bowels gripped in the terror of my milk. It's a I know, stone, God. I know the eyes of a man who's drank my milk. Uh, and I'm like, uh, are these guys gonna start vomiting? Because I'm expecting mm-hmm. like H, you know, like an HBO drama. They're gonna start vomiting blood because he's he's fed them some like really nasty poison yeah uh, the no. truth is funnier than this but it is we'll, and it's we'll... worth it's worth mentioning that hannibal has to abandon ba during this getaway yes yeah leave no man behind except for this guy <laughs> sorry and uh except for when the grips of milk milk bowel right uh, milk there's madness. a there's a brief battle van versus jeep car race or car chase but hannibal easily evades them and hides he really does uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's like we're like this episode's running long. We can't have this go on. Um, <laughs> right. The, the we B-team already calls, cut the whole kidnapped kid thing. The, the, the B team calls in on the radio a red robin call code one, which I I only I can only imagine is when they run out of onion rings. Uh, yeah. You know, they got it. They got to call the red run. robin code one. Thank you. Thank Hell you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That Hannibal. was a me style joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hannibal's ma- managed to make it to back to the, I think the Coochie hotel room, the motel room. It looks exactly like it. He collapses in the bed <laughs> fully under the milk grip and makes a phone call to the new plucky reporting assistant, Tanya. And he asks for Dr. Maggie Sullivan and ba- bad rock and says, hurry. Cause he's about to die. I didn't realize that that is the replacement for the the triple A from the pilot. Yeah, yeah. I, I can only assume. I only assume that she got because, and I thought when we were talking about this that there was a whole bunch of kind of recasting of that role and and refactoring of that role. Um, because yeah, you know, like if you get you know you you, you star on a team for a season, you get a you get an offer on General Hospital. What are you going to do? <laughs> Not yeah. take it. Good point. Um, Excellent point. So the doctor explains that they've been giving a very strong sedative. What the fuck sedative? Right. Gives you like borderline the, the, diarrhea. Just gives you bad tummy tum hurts. Yeah. That's a bad sedative. That, yeah. Right. That's a very bad sedative. Yeah. Yeah. There's powerful and effective sedatives that, that just take you out. Like. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I guess it's an overdose. That's why. The but doctors, I don't know. But use a real, yeah, use use something real. Like, what are they doing? Like, slipping fucking, right. uh, what is it, Visine? Visine in, 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 in a beverage would really, like, I guess I really can hurt people. Like, it's like. Visine? You, you mean Valium? Yeah. No. Like, if you put whatever the is active it? chemical in Visine. Oh, and really? Small, like, internally ingested can fuck people up. Mm, I have no idea. I think. Fact check me. Feeny at baldmove.com if I'm making shit up. But <laughs> I thought I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, you have to answer me this riddle before I can take you seriously. What, to your understanding, is a gleek? All right, now tell me what you think about. All right. Um, so the doc says she has an antidote back at her office, and Hannibal wants to get up and move around right now, but he's just in the milk. He's just gripped by the milk, and yeah. uh, he can't do it. Is it milk of the poppy? Uh, that would be more of a sedative than this. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. It's the milk of the perpetual tummy hurt is what mm. it seems like. Yeah. Uh, the B team back at the Harper's Dairy are laying landmines. <laughs> Which is pretty wild. <laughs> it is. They're mining this dairy farm. <laughs> they're mining directly in front of the door. <laughs> um, Murdoch has <laughs> Mr. T take a really deep breath. So it moves his chest close enough to his backwards ties hands. They can grab one of the medallions on uh, B.A.'s chain. uh, That's in like a half moon sickle shape. And he yanks the chain off, which pisses off B.A., but he's got the tummy hurt. So what's he going to do? And he uses this as a kind of very dull knife to cut through their zip ties. Yeah. Another criminal mastermind moment. Uh, He's wearing a knife. Well, it's, you know, we can't take his. His his stomach's gonna hurt way too bad for him to cut his way out of this. Like, okay, trust the sedative. He's a sharpened raptor claw, a la Jurassic Park, (laughs) hanging from. Whatever, fine, just throw him in there. Throw him in there with his friends and leave him unsupervised. I have a question. This has got to be one of the first depictions of zip ties being used to restrain humans, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't thought I mean, about it's so it, ubiquitous but, now, but right, like this yeah, is totally. I, I was kind of shocked when I saw it. I'm like, oh my god, they're zip tying people. I it does, I wouldn't it thought... does feel oddly modern. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the B team comes in and tries sweating face and Murdoch, and Murdoch, of course, has freed himself and explodes from his chair and then splinters it across the B team's back. And uh, they say that I know your boss from somewhere and face realizes it's Dougie Kyle from the fascist gung ho magazine. <laughs> I guess they're talking about soldier because they t- they say it's uh, crazies for hire. That's got to be soldier yeah. of fortune magazine. Yes. Uh, yes. Which again, huge fan as a 12 year old boy. Fucking really? love soldier of fortune magazine. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome. I don't think I've ever actually seen one. I know they're not about- around anymore. Yeah, it's all about interviewing these guys who talked about all the crazy shit they did and how they much they know ninjutsu and you know you could buy <laughs> you could buy a real ninja sword. Oh, um, cool! Uh, get smoke bombs. They had, that's they had some crazy shit. Okay. This does sound like it's all just made up stuff. It really did feel like it at the time. <clears throat> I don't know. Did they still make like a Soldier of Fortune magazine? Because I just assumed that when I when I thought about it as an adult, it's like, well, that's like anytime America has a war. They have all these veterans and then uh-huh. you have these kind of economies that come up and kind of flatter them or, you know, market to them or market to the people who 
are attracted to the yeah. you know the stolen valor aspect of it yeah and love to know kind of quasi military details so they can flash that at a bar and make them think right that I was a green beret man soldier of 4chan every I feel like in the 80s everyone's uncle was a uh, green beret from Vietnam yeah and the their other uncle worked for Nintendo right and what are you gonna do to say you guys are just gonna call him a liar right you know? right they're, now you can look up their MOS and tell them they're full of shit but <laughs> um anyway what are we doing here oh they wonder uh they they don't know about the mines and they're on they're beating a retreat and face steps on one he hears a click and he's a Vietnam vet so he knows exactly what it means and Dougie Kyle comes in it's like that click means if you pick up your foot you'll be dead and face is like uh well it's it's you still don't have hannibal and you're never know, gonna know what he's right. gonna do he might show he might drop a bomb on you he might show up in a nun's costume and we, we and all I'm like, know <laughs> yeah yeah what a wild range of options you know <laughs> and also you, like you said you know exactly what the a-team's gonna do um yeah, and it's just, it would be impossible for them to kill these three men now. It's just impossible for whatever reason. Like, what would Hannibal do if the, uh, the three of the they four just A-team members right. just get massacred? They'd be like, all right, yeah. close enough, good enough of a job. We'll give you back, you know what? We all we all pulled in 250K, we're giving you back a million. Uh, we killed three-fourths of the A-team for you. <laughs> Right, it's only fair. I, Doug Kyle does say something about we have to wait because the business owners may is some demand from the business owners them all be together. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. Uh, there's a couple of things. There's a bunch of things I don't get. Uh, there's this another hilarious line where um, you know Face is kind of like making fun of them and and all that, and uh, he's like, ah, whatever, take him back, boys, and give him a plate full of milk. You got lucky, that's all. Like. We're going to solve this problem by making you drink more of the belly hurt milk. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just oh. doubling down on the milk. It's funny. Well, well, the milk when, got you this far. Look, at look, look. Yeah, when, when it's time to get, uh, time to get the face off of, um, off of the landmine, they're like, grab a crate of milk and we'll place it upon the landmine to hold the trigger down. Like when when your only tool is a dairy farm, I guess every I guess. every problem is. Milk looks like an udder. There you go. There you go. Every problem needs to be milked. Uh, so you think just when you think the B team's plans are stupid, we cut to the A team, and Hannibal <laughs> has Tanya out in the pasture taking Polaroids yeah. of cows. Yep. What the fuck, Hannibal? But he's got a plan. Also, the doctor lady is aggressively flirting with Hannibal. Oh yeah, she is way into it. She wants to climb Hannibal like a tree. Uh, there's some history here that I don't understand, but I thought she it was wants, funny. She wants to ride his elephant into battle. She wants to cross so, his Alps. <laughs> with his, she wants elephant? to sack his Rome. <laughs> uh, he wants to salt her earth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Hannibal shows up to Harper's dairy and he says, I'm Mr. Patterson from Patterson, Patterson and Patterson. And I'm a cow salesman. Right. And the, the the security guard starts off strong. It's like, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you don't have an invitation, you're not getting in. And Hannibal goes, look at my binder full of female cows. Look at it. Can't you uh-huh. tell? 
Don't, don't you know how cow salesmanship works? You want to be responsible yeah. turning away the prize heifers. But and, the, bo- and the, the boss said, don't let anyone in. Well, that's not... He, last week, he said, I should just show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this is Ms. Must Be. He must be new in the job because the first thing you learn, I assume, as a receptionist, the is boss that salespeople lie. They yeah. lie all the time, man. Um, and any any information you give them will just allow them to lie better the next time you, they call you. So... Anyway, uh, Hannibal, he, he plays the, 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 the guy's like, I don't know, mister, you got a lot of nice cows. I better let you in. And he goes, <laughs> well, point me wh- where they're at. I ain't no Canadian rat. Yeah. What those, the fuck does that mean, Jay? I guess uh, the Canadians were trying to, like, infiltrate and undercut American dairy with their weird bagged milk. Or something. Oh, you're right. It's a bad. It's a bagged milk conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, it would be funny if the security guard was like, "I gotta check your trunk for milk bags." <laughs> <laughs> Since you mentioned Canadian, it's, it's high risk. High risk. Yeah. It is. It is a weird, unnecessary jab at Canadians. And hey, I'm here for it. Uh, another great line. Hannibal kicks in Mr. Harper's office and says, and uh, Mr. Harper's like, oh my God, who are you? And he's like, I'm Gandhi. And this is my personal yeah. protest. Yeah. Where are my friends? And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like what? There were no wrong answers in the writer's room, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we need fucking dialogue. It's three o'clock in the morning. We're out of Coke. Come on, brain. What's what? Or- what do you got? <laughs> Or the or like the script just says like ad lib something. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's like, what do you and mean? Then, just, and the guy just that played Hannibal had just you seen just... Gandhi last night with uh <laughs> I bet that is. I bet this was like the, the like six months before this, the movie Gandhi uh... came out. Ben Kingsley. Kingsley? Is that his name? Well, listen, anyway. I don't even watch movies that are made today. If you're gonna ask me about movies that were made in the seventies Oh man, we're gonna have to have a sister sister podcast. Oh Jesus! Uh, why is Ben Kingsley a, uh, a Gandhi? <laughs> That'll I be the flagship ben, movie. I thought Ben Kingsley was. Oh, I'm thinking of the Kingsmen. There's a mm. Ben in that movie, right? Oh, anyway, moving on. So, uh, Mr. Harper comes clean about his family being taken, and now he is just a pawn in all this. And Hannibal takes pity on him. Uh, he noticed an aerial map of dairy on his wall. Every every mm. farmer, right. every car dealership, uh, like I feel like mm-hmm. the bread and butter for a drone pilot is selling aerial photos of these places. And back then, it wasn't any different. Every barnstormer had to to make his money selling aerial shots of these places. He's like, point out where everybody's being held. Cool, cool, cool. He's got his he's got his military intel. He knows exactly where to hit him. Bingo. Uh, and he finds out it's Douglas Kyle. He calls him Crazy Dougie Kyle. This guy is infamous in the mercenary community, apparently. And uh, he straps himself up with a bunch of guns, ties See, up Harper. I, f- I feel like this would have been the point to be like the place to be like. He never served in Rhodesia, or he was never in South America. He's a he's a larper. I don't know, but yeah. I guess that would undercut or like he's made up every 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 claim to fame he has is malarkey but maybe that I guess would that's right. he, the... he never he never says the 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 crazy for hire is he never says it's fake he right. says it's a fascist gung-ho magazine right. which implies that it's real it's just politically 
misaligned. I submit that it's a fascist gung-ho magazine of fabulists, but... <laughs> fabulists? I That's a, I like that word. It's a, it's a real... It's a perfectly cromulent one, too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? What's happening here? Oh, uh, Hannibal gives instructions to Tanya about informing the doctor and where to meet up when she hears a bomb blow up. In related mm-hmm. news, Hannibal tears up the, the road in a work truck and is laden with barrels. And I thought, oh, he's mixed some kind of crazy homemade explosive. Nope. He actually is going to tie off the wheel and the stick and rig the pedal so the car- truck will keep going forward. And then right. he jumps into the back of the truck and onto a barn roof. And this shitty work truck is going to become a pretty <laughs> efficient little minesweeper. Yeah, it, uh, it it absorbs several mines. I think actually Face would have been just all right if he had stepped off of that mine. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I really suggest that these are like anti-personnel mines and they just didn't 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 have it against even a light vehicle because I just thought like it took like seven fucking mines, dude. So that's American made. That is a yeah. uh, that is a heck of a work truck. Yeah, Detroit's Detroit steel, son. Mm-hmm. Uh uh Well the thing is is like it's so so much of it was rust that the shrapnel just 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 blew through like rice paper. It didn't have it didn't empower any of the force of the explosion. So yeah. as long as it didn't hit a directly vital engine component, it was fine. <laughs> exactly. It's like a orc war truck. <laughs> so um the, the so the truck drives through, it sets off all these mines. Uh, while the guy, the B team is agog at this. They just don't know what to think. While the guys are distracted, Hannibal enters the barn through a hole that's been blown into the roof. He blows it up himself with a grenade. He gets a little okay. grenade happy he here. Did, he, he finishes off the truck first. Right, which it was still sweeping mines, dude. What the hell? But yeah, he <laughs> he does go. He does go grenade crazy in this scene. Uh, he, <laughs> he gets jumps- grenade lust. That's his like one major flaw is he goes real crazy with the grenades. He uh, jumps down through the hole and like really biffs the landing on he those does. hay bales. <laughs> well, it's totally unnecessary. He's being a total badass this whole right. time, and then he, he just eats it big time. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> what they're what they're doing there, but it did it did make him. Look, and I guess they could only add one take. Did yeah. like 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 the stunt guy? I bet the stunt guy like fucking broke his ankle or shit. Yeah, and they had totally. nobody else. And like, we're fuck. not getting a second take on this. <laughs> um, so the what B team is all guy? fretting. <laughs> uh, and and Hannibal calls Dougie Kyle and says, "You guys look like you lost your knitting out there. I thought you were good." Mm-hmm. And he Oops. goes, "You bet. You bet. Boys, better come over here when you know the uh, the we know you're coming." And Dougie Kyle's like, "Fuck that." And he's like, well, six hours from here, we're going to go out of country and you'll never find us again. I know you can't afford it. So see you soon, suckers. We have four million dollars. We could uh, we could probably track you down. But I mean, if I was them, I'd just be like, well, we're not going to be doing business with those uh, the international cartel anymore. But uh-huh. on the upside, we all got a million dollars. <laughs> we right. got way low. Hey, uh, what's the weather like in Alaska this time of year? We could all just <laughs> go to ground. 
But yeah, yeah, at this point they and what they, are, what is the legion of what are the legion of fucking hire the C do? team? They, yeah, they, yeah, they're gonna get the second best people out of Soldier Fortune magazine. Right. Oh God. Oh, the other thing is like this is the most toothless threat in the whole fucking world. Hannibal, <laughs> right before he hangs up, says, "You, be, you best bring your own tourniquets. There yeah. will be no bloodshed, sir. No, no, I assure you, not even a, a split lip." Um, Not even yeah, a split lip. At this point, just the stakes are so far out the window because it's like, well, you just beat them on their own turf, so now these dorks are going to dress up in their dork equipment. The dorkiest, like, camouflage and black berets you've ever seen. I mean, this is just literally straight out of 1984 Army Surplus. Right, yeah, um, it is. Which, uh, and- God, I don't know if you... I. Your theory that this is a brilliant satire on the type of person who read soldier of fortune magazine mm-hmm. you might be right because they're wearing like fresh never before worn like uniforms and the darky beret and stuff thinking they're all badass but they're total larpers you oh, might be onto spe- something and and speaking of uh g-rated meat mayhem uh <laughs> sharp tooth here steps up to dougie kyle and says all right we're going to do it your way, even though your way has been stupid and milk-based mostly for soldiers, <laughs> for my taste. For, 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 for a guy who's not afraid of anything, there's too much reliance on milk. Right. But look, <laughs> if, 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 if things don't go our way, going your way, there's going to be no rules. Right. Like, what kind of no rules brutality can you get up to on primetime TV <laughs> on NBC right. Friday nights in 1984? I'm going to wedgie you and then swirly you. <laughs> so what's your great plan? Uh, well, I was gonna say Milkatov cocktail, but now you're, you're <laughs> giving me all this anti-milk energy. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna lace both hands together and hammer fist you. You won't even fucking know I hit yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so. Th- our, our super sneaky soldiers of fortune are instantly spotted, which is quite funny. Like the second yeah. they set foot on the compound. Yeah. And they're like, and, and also like, there's this like <laughs> dueling nature where the B team seems baffled and amused by how amateur the booby traps have been laid out by the A team. But the A team the whole time is just fucking with them and hurting yeah. them into this valley. It's all about um, hurting. Uh, Murdoch comes off the top of a silo to get the right. atomic drop on McIrish. Yeah. And kind of botches it. Really just yeah. pushes him a little bit and would have risked, like, breaking in both of his ankles. Yeah, if he had landed full force on him, he would have just flattened that guy. I wish he had was. had some sort of, like, Icarus... Because he's the pilot. He should have, like, some Icarus <sighs> wings or something, like... Yes. Or, well, like, a hang glider. Put a, put, a pin, put a pin on that. Put a okay. pin on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hannibal snaps off a branch, I think, to lead Kyle on a wild goose chase. Yes. There's no no trigger discipline for many of these guys. Everyone's got their hands on their f- trigger, uh, their fingers on the triggers. Um, face grenades one of the B team. And again, they're 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 hurting them with grenades and automatic weapons right. into this valley. Hannibal uses a radio to lure the B team into the trap. They're funneled into this ditch, and then the A team just fires at their feet for like thirty seconds and lobs smoke grenades. Yes. And after they soften them up, they come flying, tackling in from the shores of the ditch. Uh huh. Just this extreme <laughs> GI Joe type shit. 
I don't think this is the proper use of a smoke grenade to throw at the enemy to like make confuse him cough. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and get a load of this. Murdoch's going to come in on your Icarus plot. Murdoch is going to come into this fight on a zip line. Oh yeah, you're right. This you're is right. the kind of foreknowledge and strategy that they <laughs> use. That they deployed a strategic zip line over the the ambush point. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, there's probably zip lines all. They do a lot of zip lining on this compound. A lot of recreational zip lining. Yes. Um, Grizzly Adams is way too smart to fall for this trip line bullshit and all these booby. <laughs> but he's not too smart to not know that you don't fuck with Mr. T who is, wants revenge for his contaminated milk baby oh yeah you're right um, if you're gonna set a bunch of trip lines you also gotta set the zip lines so you don't set off true. the trip lines true Think you gotta zip it. over the trip that's zip, just uh, zip that's over the that mnemonic trip. device yep so uh they they struggle over a knife. BA forces him to stab a Dude, gas the barrel. The editing that happens in this, they do like they like speed up the like frames per second to make it look I more just, like it's really bad. It's too bad, and I know that like I think that I think that Mister T can fight because like he's pretty amazing and rocky. But anyway, I'm not blaming Mister T. I'm just no, saying, yeah, it's they, they're they're just edit, yeah they're editing creative editing. Kinda, they stab an oil life. barrel. <laughs> you see, yeah, he stabs a gas barrel. Grizzly Adams drops the knife to try to force choke him or to try to choke him out with a stick. I don't know why he does that. He could have stabbed the guy. Uh, B.A. <laughs> flips him over a fence, but managed to land in a puddle of gas, which then Grizzly Adams or Sharp Tooth, whatever, Sharp Hook, uh, lights with a road flare. Right. B.A. narrowly misses being torched alive, which pisses him off enough that he finishes him <laughs> off and just punch after punch after punch straight to his dome. And he says, close, sucker, but not enough. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, B.A. It's not a great one liner. Uh, Kyle jumps into his Jeep, tries to run. But Hannibal I would have been like, got his... milk. It's got true. milk, sucker. Would have made a lot more money that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hannibal corrals his Jeep with a well-thrown grenade, mm. which flips the Jeep over to triumphant A-team music as Hannibal rushes in to save Dougie Kyle from the inevitable Jeep explosion. Yeah, yeah. Because no one, no one can get seriously hurt. <laughs> and then he says, your problem, Kyle, is you got a squad. You don't want to get a good squad. You want a good team. And then they freeze frame on the Jeep exploding behind him. And it's kind of fucking awesome, which was badass. Kind of badass. And I thought this, I definitely thought credits were about to roll. And I was yeah, disappointed they that they didn't. They should have. Yeah, uh, that was go, a great shot. We go back to face marveling at B.A. Woofing down the milk after his bad milk experience. Uh, Hannibal found out about this international syndicate trying to take them down and just laughs it off, which makes me think that they're going to show up in future seasons. Uh, they try to beg off of few, more training because they feel battle hardened by this contest uh-huh. with B team. Which but I would Hannibal, say that's a fair point. <laughs> I guess if you warm up, you, you know, you're sparring against inferior competition. Wow. Wow, uh, and 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 they also keep punting back to Mister Harper, who's just standing off the side, grinning like an idiot. They did not bother to cast this man's wife and children. No, so no, he's they, just standing they died there. It. They died he, in that shed. Yeah, he has no lines. He's just generically grateful and happy to be there. 
Uh, he also Hamil- won, like, being an episode of the A-Team sweepstakes. It might actually have been a publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes <laughs> type of thing. Like, right. win an appearance on the A-Team. It, it could have been. Because there's a lot of amateur talent in this episode. But also, 80s syndicated action comedy. You, you got that in Star Trek The Next Generation a lot sometimes, too. Like, me and me and Jim, when we're watching, it's like, you know, main cast is solid. Anytime they, like, they're, they they got, like, a cast of a planetary governor, they're probably good, like a James Cromwell, something like that. But you get some of the, like, two-line extra type of people, and, man, some of those people are just from L.A. Fitness. <laughs> or the producer liked them at the smoothie bar or something, and it's right. it's, it's not good. So, but, uh, hey, they got their sad card. Uh, they try to beg off for more training. Uh, Hannibal makes them run back to the base while the ladies trail them into battle wagon. Face gets into the van because he's not gonna fucking run, and uh, that's the joke because Face is a lazy fucker. Right, which is what got them into this to begin with. Wearing a vintage Nike uh jogging suit the whole episode too, which is pretty cool. That's before yeah. Michael Jordan blew him up. Uh, and that's the episode. So. I'm guessing you're gonna say this downgraded. Uh, this is the least improved of the of the batch we've seen so far. Let's see. Can you remind me what was what was the main point of the pilot? Uh, that they are on the run from a colonel. Uh, there was an investigator <sighs> that had gotten into some trouble, uh, uh, exposing some warlord over a southern town. Some kind of drug conspiracy. Oh, right, right. Mexican and slayer. partner hired them to go down there and rescue him from the drug lords. Yeah, I'm going to say this went down from like a, like a C to a D, mm. I think. Because Duke's uh, Hazard, that used to, that was pretty much a lateral. Like yeah. maybe a slight, you know, novelty worn off. MacGyver, you improved a whole letter grade. Now we're going down. We're going Just, down from average to below average. Yeah. And just the fact this is the best you got. This is considered the best. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I wonder, like, if I just showed you the pilot episode of Knight Rider and then the best episode of Knight Rider, it would be some kind of Garth Knight. But, like, that trades on knowing the show to right. appreciate the tropes and the villains and anti-heroes, all that. I wonder if this is a great format because it seems like nostalgic. Like, this made perfect sense. Like, oh, there's got this B team. And they get, maybe this is the kickoff of this international conspiracy kind of thing. And it's a funny episode. And I may, but like, yeah, it, there's this doctor. And it's like, I just wonder if it's like, it's really good for a, a, a diehard A team fan. It's just objectively bad, in my opinion. Like, like the dog, the dog. You get one of the guys by, like, having a trained dog. I don't know, man. It's just bad. <laughs> I can't I can't even rationalize upgrading this to anything but a D. I'm sorry. Tens of millions of people watched this back in the day. That's the funny yeah, thing. Yeah, and then they all voted channels, for but... Donald Trump to be president. They're called boomers, uh, and I don't respect their opinions. Excuse me, Ronald Reagan, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Another, another, another celebrity. <laughs> another celebrity. Uh, uh Sorry, I'm not trying to make this political. Uh, Uh, What do do you think? What's your grade? What's your grade? Uh, This is a team. Yeah, I I if I gave, then I thought the pilot was pretty bad, and 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 uh, this one didn't have a whole bunch of unnecessary trips to the back Hollywood catalog, and uh, it had a lot of like people are going to go on to do bigger things. Like I think half the cast of L.A. Law 
is in this episode. Um, so your grade, just to be clear, is this is a team. Yeah, this is so this like is... if you did a if you're in school and you <laughs> did a book report and it came back and it said in red, this is a book report. Uh huh. <laughs> what, what would that be good or bad? <laughs> um, I'm just saying that like I, I if if the 18 pile was C, I think this would be like a B, a solid okay. B. Fair yeah, enough. it's representative of, of what it is. And, you know, like I said, I got the uh, I just wish they had built something, man. I'm really disappointed in the MacGyver yeah. redo. Yeah. They like the, the signature thing that they do. They didn't like, do. It's called it's a time like, and oh. chain, sucker. Yeah. It's so you don't shoot off your propeller. That was cool. <laughs> that um, was cool. I'm looking forward to I will. I will watch the episode where they fight the Canadian A team, the A team, the A team. <laughs> exactly. Can you? Uh, so we have feedback to consider this week. Okay. But before we do, I thought we could settle. I think Airwolf is the next in line yes. for improvement. Can you tell me what the number one rated Airwolf as oh. IMDb.com yeah. Let me pull that up. Uh, measures it. Um, while you're doing that, I just want to remind people that if you want to send in feedback to the show, please do so. Feeny, F E E N Y, at baldmove.com. Uh,. Or Knight Rider at baldmove.com. Both go to the same place. And uh, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> Aaron's garbage folder. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was in my garbage folder, I, would, I wouldn't be able to find them, but this uh, went right to my attention. Airwolf sitting at 7.7. 7, so um, the A Team episode, there was a tie, and I selected the one that we watched. Okay. Um, this one is a straight win for uh, Mind of the Machine. And it's not giving me the... Normally it says, like, season blank, episode blank. Huh. Mind it's called Mind of the Machine. Of the episode machine. aired April 7, 1984. Dr. Mind. Robert Winchester is a brilliant researcher and a former test pilot who helped design Airwolf. Now he's asking for Hawk's help in test flying a simulator that he's designed to enable the firm to train future test pilots to fly Airwolf. Reluctantly, Hawk agrees, but oh wow! Oh, this, this is a season. Going. This is a season one, season one, episode eleven. Well, it's apparently it's apparently a good one. Mm, it's I, I gotta say, it sounds like evil, evil computer. It sounds like it, it sounds like it's uh, evil. And oh my god, the scientist is David Carradine. Holy shit! Okay, all right, we might have an episode on our hands. Boys and girls, <laughs> Kill Bill himself. Um, yeah. All right, so we're gonna be checking out season one, episode eleven. It's on Fubi. I just noticed if or Tubi. If you want to watch it, it's available widely available a lot of places. I think uh, Amazon or um, YouTube has the full episodes on it too. Uh, or you can show up uh, on Tuesdays to see yep. what we're watching at uh, Jay's channel. Uh, before we get all those shout outs, let's go some do some feedback. Feeny at baldmove.com. First up was Ed from Calgary. So this is the latest episode you're talking about dramas versus serials. Daytime soaps were discussed, but 1980s there was primetime weekly dramas that were absolutely huge. In our house on Fridays, Dallas was after Dukes. Dallas. Eventually I got to stay up and watch the adult show. It had a banger theme song, and those Ewing boys sure made a tear through extramarital affairs with Bucks and Ladies. Hoo boy. Uh yeah, you had the Falcon Crests. You had the Hill Street Blues. You had the St. Elsewhere's. You had the Dallas's. Uh, there was some serious things. It wasn't all just action and comedies and action comedies. 
I guess, I, what's your appetite for checking out a serious prestige drama in the 80s? Oh, I would love to. I would love to. I would love I to see watch some big the Shogun miniseries with you. Ooh. Ooh. Because that's that like my dad's fun. favorite novel, and he always talks about the TV oh, really? series and how much he liked it. And, like, I... I can vaguely remember a man being boiled alive and that scared the shit out of Hell me. Yeah. And then I was out, you know, uh, but like, yeah, that, that, that might be, that might be some season three. Do do a mini series. That could be way fun. Historical way fiction mini series. Yes. Oh uh, man. There's, well, there's gotta be a ton of options. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> I, I Claudius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching that again. I have seen it. it. Uh, man, because there's also... Um, one of my favorites is Merlin. What? I don't that think is, that's a historical that is, figure. That is big budget uh, Arthurian legend take uh, with Sam Neill. Of, of Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park fame, yeah. Oh, wow. As Merlin? He is Merlin, yes. What? Yeah. Huh. I think it's got Helen Bonham, Helena Bonham Carter, Oh, I think. Well, well then, I am in. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of. Um, there's, 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 there's a lot of big names. There's a big event. Martin Short. I might turn you off of the. Project. Oh, I'm back out. <laughs> uh, thanks for feedback, Ed. Virgilio's up next. Says when you were counting the pilot, I started to have vague memories of dungeons. Oh, he's talking about the greatest American hero. He's a recommendation for the best one of these. I think you're gonna like mm. it. I started to have vague memories of a Dungeons and Dragons based episode. Oh, hell Peacock, yeah. So I looked it up and watched the episode. It's called Wizards and Warlocks. I don't oh, know if it's the, hell yeah. I don't know if it's the most highly rated episode, but it's definitely the most 80s nerd of their episodes, I bet, with both LARPing and video arcade mini tournaments. Oh, I'm willing to, Zach. Listen, we're we're agile on this podcast. We'll see we what IMDB says, yeah, but that's a strong yeah. fucking pitch for Gilio. I agree. Um, I I'm agree. gonna actually, I'm gonna pencil that in at the top here. Hell uh, yeah! Wizards and warriors, was it? Warlocks. Warlocks. Boy, magic heavy. Magic heavy. They're Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> Chris says, "I loved Airwolf. I thought the first season was dark. Subsequent seasons were more family friendly. Well, that's good. We're keeping it in season one. Uh, I loved A Team. Mr. T was a star, though George Papard was not a fan, and he felt he himself was a star and hard to work with. I bet." I bet fucking old dude not not wanting to play nice because yeah Mr. T was the obvious star of that show uh, Dukes of Hazard and MacGyver I just started watching Fall Guy and I thought this would be an awesome show for you to review uh, for the premise the stunts uh, Jody which is Heather Locklear in her prime Ooh. and Colt's badass truck though Jay may hate the theme and the fact that Hollywood is somewhat <laughs> featured in the Glenn Larson created show I love the Fall Guy theme. It's very much like Dukes of Hazard. It's one of those. Am I coming across as a hater? <laughs> eh, I've, I've, with this theme song, we're talking theme songs here. Oh, you know. okay, okay. But it's like one of those, you know, like it's telling a story. It's telling you, uh, oh, you know, okay, then probably will hate it. Um, seasons one and two are on Prime Amazon Video. I hope you guys consider reviewing an episode. You're doing great work on these reviews. Thanks for your awesome, entertaining podcast. Well, thanks, Chris. Um, Thank we are kind of up in the air about what we'll do for season three. We had a plan for season two and chucked it to Audible for this format, and it's worked yeah. out pretty good. <laughs> That's, so, I, I like I like playing it loose. Let's just watch Band of Brothers <laughs> for season three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm always down to rewatch Band of Brothers. 
Yeah, I uh, haven't seen it in a long time. I, I it's think been I'm ready. A, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. The ver- I watched the I watched the History Channel version, which so is all like fart these Nazis. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. It's all watered down in weird ways. They they really they really soft pedal the horrors of war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danielle says, I'm with Jay on the subject of gleeking. Gleeking is pulling your tongue back with your yes. mouth open and spraying saliva from your salivary glands under your tongue. <laughs> can usually do it if I'm in between bites of food or drinks since my salivary glands are actively producing saliva. Oh, interesting. Okay. She links an article from oh, Denta Gamma called What is Gleeking? She says, I'm originally from Arizona and now live in Portland. Maybe this is a West Coast uh, slash millennial is, thing. Man. I think um, it's a I think it's a west versus east of the Mississippi. I just don't know what is going on with your salivary glands that they are literally spraying I can, out. I can I can only do it accidentally sometimes. But like it's only certain people have the have been touched by God in the way that they can control it. Yeah, this website's uh, claiming it's a salivary gland expression, but I always... But the fact that we have multiple people saying it's also launching water, like using the pressure between your front teeth to launch water means that is also known as gleeking. I had never heard of a word for that before. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's your uh, (laughs) episode of Gleek Talk uh, for the week. The and corner. I think that I accidentally shut down my notes. Oh my god! Oh, I actually just clicked the hard clicked on a Gleek link. Uh, interesting <laughs> reading. That's going to do it for this week. Feeniaballmove dot com. If you would like to send in feedback in the future, <clears throat> um, but yeah, we will be talking about Airwolf, Mind of the Machine next week with David Carradine. I'm excited about that. Jay, what what? Who are you? What are you doing? What you about? If we want to find you, where do we do that? I'm Jay McCain. As always, you can find me on Blue Jay Streams on Twitch and my my YouTube channel that I've been promoting. I, heard, I was on vacation and this yeah. rocked my world. Yeah, it got uh, it got taken down. Why? It got taken down for bullying because I was too mean to the people that got caught up on to catch a predator. I guess. Are you fucking kidding me? Did <laughs> I you try? You did, not. You, did you try? I peeled um, it. <laughs> did you try disputing it? Yes. And they, they and the, already told you fuck, get fucked? Yes. And quickly did they. Very quickly. So, uh, like the Hydra, you cut cut off one of my heads, two grown its place. Now I have two YouTube channels. One is Blue Jay Returns. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, like, my more edited, produced stuff. And then my Coffee for T-Capistan is back. And that's on a channel called Coffee from T-Capistan. I even said it wrong. It's Coffee from T-Capistan. And I need help, folks. I need the Bald Move Army to subscribe because I am having the damnedest time scratching the algo. And I oh, will return. But, uh, but listen, I have the opportunity to go back and do it better because I'm more experienced now. So I can I can do it again. I can Catch do it better. Catch even more predators. Bully... Bully no, child molesters. We do not. We, we do not bully, threaten, or harass on my channel. We do not make fun <laughs> of intrinsic characteristics. We abide by all community guidelines. All right. Um, good to know. Good to but, know. Uh, yeah, find it and watch if you want. It's fun. It's a good time. But uh, definitely consider um, following me on Twitch. We have like nightly streams and we all chit chat and we keep each other safe and sound. And it's a, it's a great time over on Twitch. Blue Jay streams. I always have a good time when I stop by your channel, Jay. 
Uh, that's going to do it tonight for A-Team. We'll be back next week for another round with Airwolf. Until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay McCain. Don't forget to hit the injector seats. Wow! <laughs>